You're listening to Healthy Living with Eric Sue Podcast, episode 108. This episode is sponsored by Eric Sue Mastermind. Get support and answers to break through your health and fitness obstacles. Now offering monthly mastermind sessions that are convenient to fit your schedule. Learn more at www.ericwsue.com forward slash mastermind and to see our free bonus. Hey, it's Eric Sue. I quickly wanted to thank all my longtime listeners for your continued support. We also wanted to say hi to any first-time listeners. No matter who you are, I am committed to providing you the best health and wellness information possible. If you like what you hear, share it with a friend. Also, rate and review this show on iTunes or Stitcher so more people can find us. Let's keep this movement growing. Thanks again, and now on to the show. Healthy lifestyle tips and useful wellness advice without the hype. Sometimes with guests and sometimes without. Either way, this Healthy Living Podcast has news you can use and be inspired to share. And now, your host, Eric Sue. Hey guys, Eric Sue here. Welcome to another episode of Healthy Living with Eric Sue. We have a passionate and fun personal trainer with us today. Her name is Lisa Schenken. We will be talking about how to fit fitness into a busy life. So without any delay, let me introduce you all to Lisa. Lisa, are you ready to make it happen? I am ready. Hi, everyone. Lisa Schenken is a certified health coach, health cooking instructor, certified personal trainer, and corporate wellness specialist. She has provided private one-on-one nutrition counseling, private cooking instruction, fitness training, supermarket tours, and healthy cooking classes since 2001. She also has helped companies build and enhance their in-house corporate wellness programs to increase employee satisfaction and lower insurance costs. Rather than promoting quick-fix diets that inevitably fail, Lisa created the Kill the Diet philosophy of teaching nutrition, fitness, and healthy cooking to ensure lifelong healthy living and balance. Lisa's kitchen in Boulder, Colorado is also stocked because she loves to cook and to share her passion with her friends, husband, and two fussy eater children. Lisa, that was just a little bit about who you are. Can you share with us a little bit more on how you got started? Absolutely. So for me, it really, my journey for healthy living started in college. I grew up, um, I had a great family, and we always had family dinners, but they were mainly things like meat and potatoes. There was always a salad, but not too much else in the vegetable department. And I did like vegetables as a kid, but when I got to college and I was left to fend for myself and make my own choices, I started eating healthier, and I also started exercising, and I saw what a difference it made me feel and more energized, and I started to lose some weight and just get toned. And I started learning more about it and feeling passionate about it, and I just stuck with it. Very good story. Um, before we dive into today's topic, would you be able to share with us what's one cool or unique fact about yourself? Our audience really loves to hear this answer. Absolutely. Besides being a mom and having passions for health and wellness, I absolutely love live music. My husband and I have been seeing live music since the day we met. It's actually how we met. Um, And I love live music for the happiness it brings me, for how it's another way just to get your body moving and have tons of fun at the same time. So live music holds a big place in my life. 
Very good. Uh, we're all curious to know where'd you meet your husband? What concert? <laughs> so we actually met at a at a bar that's not in existence anymore in New York City called the Wetlands. It was a pretty legendary place, um, but it no longer is in business. Wow, very cool. I'm pretty sure you have a lot of other stories about the music adventures you've had. <laughs> um, yeah, we do. Awesome, awesome. Um, well, let's get into this topic, and I'm kind of excited about this because, you know, there are a lot of uh, listeners who are, you know, busy moms or just busy parents, and um, we're just curious to know, how do you describe it to people, and how do you help people? So the way I help people is, I always tell them, my company motto is, I help people kill the diet. Anyone who works for me, works with me, becomes a diet crusher. And what I mean by that is that I believe in like teaching and educating people on how to live a healthy style, healthy lifestyle, but also that it's important to have occasional indulgences. And it's not only what I think is important, but I think it's necessary. I like to hold people accountable for sticking with their healthy habits that then transform into a lifestyle that can be healthy, but diets truly don't work, and they only make things worse by having people yo-yo, slowing down their metabolisms, and making people feel deprived and restricted. So as a busy mom myself, I totally understand trying to fit everything in, so I have created really realistic, convenient options for people to be able to stay healthy, stay fit, and still lead their normal lives. Excellent. Cool. Let's go... Um, peel the onion back, if you will, and, you know, let's just paint, let me paint you a picture here, and you can help me sort of um, dissect this and give some solutions, which is, you know, I have three three kids, um, I'm a busy mom that, that works, you know, eight, 60 hours a week, and I can't find the time to uh, eat healthy and exercise at the same time. Um, what would you say to that particular person? So to that person, what I would say is set a goal for yourself. Start small so that you can set yourself up for success. That goal for fitness, for example, you may not have time to get to the gym or go for a full run, but set a goal that you're just going to get your body moving for 15 minutes a day and then keep increasing that. And that 15 minutes a day can be broken up into five-minute intervals throughout the day. If you're at work, you can take a walk for five minutes around the block. You can, every time you get up from your chair, you could just do 10 squats. Anything that takes a quick amount of time that you can do multiple times a day to, to, to meet that 15-minute goal. And then as far as eating healthy, it has to be practical. So what I, re what I recommend to people is pick one day of the week, maybe it's a Sunday or a Saturday, where you're going to cook in bulk. Pick maybe two or three quick recipes that are healthy and can be made in large amounts, and then you make them on that one day. That can be your shopping day and your cooking day, so that in your refrigerator you now have, you know, two, three nights' worth of healthy meals that you've made, and that's two or three nights less of takeout or unhealthy food you'd be eating. It also is going to save you money and make you healthier. Very good advice. And, and you know, th there may be some resistance to these suggestions and, and um you know i've i've always you believed in the, the short quick workouts as well and um you know some of these people i speak with they're just so unbalanced maybe is the word 
And, and so how, mm-hmm. how do you help with that type of, um, not pushback, but just re- hesitation and resistance maybe? Well, I think it really all comes about how badly do you want to make a change? Asking yourself to commit to five minutes three times a day is really a very small commitment when you think of how many hours there are in a day. So it all really comes down to you and and, and kind of searching within. Do you really want to make a change to live healthier, maybe lose some weight, get a little bit more toned, or not? And part of that, that change has to first start with you. If you've made that decision and commitment, then you're making my job easy because all I have to do is hold you accountable to it, and give you suggestions on how to actually get there. But the, the initial part has to come from you, and you have to sometimes do a little bit of soul-searching to figure that out. Mm, yeah, that's so true. I, I, I find that people, um, I don't know, not that they give up, but they just have no answers to the situations they're in, right? So uh, that's Exactly, so and that's where the accountability piece comes to. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you said something about uh, quick meals, and, and um, can you describe some of them? Sure. So I have a recipe database of over 250 recipes that are all 30 minutes or less prep. So, for example, one meal is a brown rice, um, healthier version of shrimp fried rice. It's made with brown rice, so it's a whole grain it's gluten-free, and it has the shrimp. You can substitute with chicken or, or pork or another lean meat if you prefer. And then it, I put lots of vegetables in there to make it a fully balanced meal. Um, and it really is a very quick thing to make great for a weeknight. Another quick meal I can offer to people is um, stuffed portobello mushrooms with a little goat cheese, artichokes, and spinach. Again, super quick meal, has a nice hearty amount of vegetables, very filling. You can also, with that, substitute out different vegetables if you'd rather, but it's a very quick prep because it takes about four ingredients and 10 minutes to, to prep, and then you just stick it in the oven or on the grill. These are some examples of things that are short ingredient list recipes that can be made in under 30 minutes. Man, that, that sounds like a real cool and easy way to um, get those meals in. So, so what is it about uh, people's, I guess, um, resistance to cooking have you found that, that you, you can quickly um, help them with? In other words you know, I, I, I don't know how to cook or, you know, I don't have the tools or whatever it is to, to make the meals like you're asking me. So, so what, what kind of uh, advice do you have for these types of people? So there's a couple of different things. First of all, I think the resistance comes from two parts. Number one, when you get home from work, you're tired, which I totally understand, so you don't feel like starting a whole process in the kitchen. I think the other piece of resistance comes when especially if you're not very comfortable in the kitchen when you see an ingredient that has a long ingredient list. That can be overwhelming. So I overcome those things in two ways. Number one, I try to create recipes that have short ingredient lists, maybe five ingredients, so that it's not a big cleanup afterwards and it's not a big hassle. The other thing is it's really important to keep staples in your house or in your home so that you always have things that you can go to. These are things like, for me, I would call them cans of chickpeas, maybe some frozen hamburgers, maybe 
some frozen chicken, boneless chicken breasts. And then when you have staples, other things are like spices, coconut oil. Once you have these things, then if you can just fill in once a week with some fresh vegetables, like just, again, staples, maybe some kale, maybe some spinach, maybe some garlic. If you have those things and then you can just pick up just a a small grocery shop rather than having to do a big grocery shop every week, I think it helps a lot with the food prep piece. I also think that Again, if you make large amounts and then either freeze them or keep them in your refrigerator, that takes away a lot of the resistance when you get home of having to deal with a home-cooked meal because you already have one prepared there for you. Yeah, very good. I like that suggestion. And um, just real quick here, you had said something about batch cooking or maybe a cooking once or twice in the week because you've made so much or something. Is that is that another strategy that you like to implement? That's a Definitely. I mean, if I'm making, for example, something in my crock pot, like a big dish of chicken with some kind of sauce and vegetables, I might put that in the crock pot in the morning on a Sunday, let it cook all day, and if I've used two whole chickens in there to to make it, then that's going to be two or three meals for my family already. So I just put them in, and one thing I really strongly suggest is so that people don't overeat is to put each meal size in its own separate container so that all you have to do is take out one container when you get home from work, and that's your meal. You don't have to start fumbling around with lots of different containers. Yeah, I think that uh, stocking food that uh, lasts a few days so that you reduce the number of times you have to cook saves time and and just frustration, I think, right? Absolutely. Um. If we can go back to the fitness side for a second here and these 15-minute workouts or just uh, quick workouts, if you will, um, share with our audience, and and they may be, I don't know, confused about it, but why does that work and and what is it about the short workouts that that make them effective? So what it's really all about is consistency. It's not about working out for for long and obsessively. It's about working out smartly. So if you can do a a five-minute spurt of something that's intense, that's really targeting that muscle area, and just feel that burn in just five minutes, and then do it again, let's say three hours later, and then do it again, let's say another three hours later, you've now focused 15 whole minutes onto that one muscle area. So that's an intense amount of time And if you do it consistently, you're going to see real results. That's why it can work without you having to do being being at the gym or going for a run for a full hour every day. Right, right, right. And and, um, I think you you are a big, um, I guess you would agree that, that working out at home is as good as going to the gym. Would you agree on that too? I think working out at home is even better than going to the gym because at the gym there's a lot of distractions. Some people feel self-conscious about going to the gym. At home, as long as you have something that's motivating you and you really stick with it, then you don't have to worry about any outside factors and you really can focus on the workout. Right, yeah. And and plus there's so many – Videos you can watch on YouTube, for example, if you need some instruction, oh, and and so that yep. that's just so much more advantage, so much more of an advantage than going to a fitness club or gym, right? 
Of course. I mean, even if you just go on my own Instagram, there's so many different workout videos on there targeting every different part of the body that you might never have to go to the gym again. <laughs> so really, it's uh, a little funny, maybe from your viewpoint and mine, that, that people complain that they don't have time, A, and B, they don't know what to do, kind of. It's kind of funny, right? Exactly. You, you have pretty I'm much... all about the no excuses. Make it happen. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so so share with us uh, a little bit on, you know, who, who would be a good clients for you to work with if someone wanted to get a hold of you? Sure. So the clients I work with mostly are busy people, especially busy women. And I work really well with them because I'm one of them. So I, I feel connected to them and, and we can relate to each other. Um, they can find, like I was saying, my videos on my Instagram, which is Lisa Shankin, Instagram.com. And my name is Lisa Shankin underscore kill the diet. That's where all my workout videos and stuff are. And then also my website is Lisa Shankin, L-I-S-A-S-H-A-N-K-E-N.com. Very good. And, and um, you know, these busy professionals, if you will, or even just busy moms specifically, um, they pretty much, I think, want um, results pretty quick. They want results, um, period. And uh, what, what can they expect when they work with you? Well, with me, they can expect basically not only results, but permanent results and, and a, a transformation to a healthy lifestyle. I, I don't really want them to think that they're going to come to me for a crash diet because I don't believe in diets, especially crash diets. Those always backfire. But what they can respect, expect with me is you can, if you follow the, the plans that I offer and, and my recommendations, you can lose one to two pounds a week and start to see real muscle tone. And then you can keep this weight off forever and stay fit for the rest of your life. I like it. I like it. And, you know, your philosophy and, um, you know, the way you approach health and wellness, share that with us so that our audience gets a better understanding of where you're coming from. Sure. So the way I approach it is basically I like to give my clients recommendations. It could be five recommendations. It could be eight recommendations. And then I want them to try them out to see which ones resonate the most. My goal is for my clients to start creating new healthy habits. And if they've created two new healthy habits, for example, every week, because those were the ones that resonated with them, then ultimately they're going to crowd out the bad habits that they were practicing before. They're being replaced with all these new healthy habits. And over time, it's a, it's a nice permanent transformation that feels like it fits into their life because they didn't try to fit everything in at once. It was a progression. Really good stuff. I, I like the idea of just using one or two habits. Um or helping people make these uh, adjustments to their current situation so that these habits help them get to a healthier lifestyle. I really like that. That's really good. Thank you. Um, you know, as far as your other services, your supermarket tours, or even healthy cooking classes, can you share with our audience a little bit more of how that works? Sure. So 
I do them either locally in Boulder, Colorado, or over Skype. And I'm a big believer that people should know what's going into their bodies. So on my supermarket tours, I take people through the aisles and I teach them how to read, not necessarily the nutrition facts table on products, but the actual ingredient labels because that's an important thing to know. So we might go through the supermarket and it's a, it's a matter of learning how to read and understand ingredient labels as well as fitting it in to customize to their likings. Okay. As far as the healthy cooking classes, those are more local, although with my membership site, I do do cus- uh, cooking dem- demonstrations that people can stream live or replay. Wow. Um, what kind of cooking do you do specifically? So it's everything from showing cooking shortcuts, like how to cut an onion properly, how to cut, a gar- how to cut garlic and peel garlic quickly and efficiently to showing them how to actually cook some of the recipes that are in my database and on the meal plans that I offer. Wow. It might be anything from steak and chicken to vegetarian to fish. I, I offer everything under the sun. Interesting, interesting. I, um, you, you were talking about the supermarket tours for a second here. I was like, hmm, what, what do you notice is happening with labeling and uh, what stores are now offering? What have you noticed? Well, it's, that's another interesting topic because, you know, people are a little bit misinformed versus when something says natural, 100% natural, made with organic ingredients, organic by USDA label. So I try to explain these different things. And now, now the trends with gluten-free and dairy-free, just because something's gluten-free, for example, doesn't mean it's healthy. It might be gluten-free but loaded with lots of different additives to replace the gluten. So these are the kinds of things I focus on so that people can be educated about the, the always changing trends. Yeah, I, I've been getting a lot of people asking me about um, certain foods or whether or not uh, they're healthy or clean, um, processed, unprocessed, just because the label says one thing doesn't really mean that it is uh, the best for them, right? Exactly. Absolutely. Excellent. Um, We're getting close to the end of the show. Lisa, and I just had a last few questions for you, all right? Sure. So um, can you share with our audience any tips or maybe three tips you have for them for them to stay healthy and fit? Absolutely. So the first one would be to try and drink half your body weight in ounces in, of water per day. So if you weigh 100 pounds, that means drinking 50 ounces per day. And Everyone is always hearing that they should drink water, but the key is to know how to to make that actually happen. And what I suggest is having a trigger to remind you that something that happens often. So if you check your email a lot during the day, every time you check your email, maybe take a drink of water. Or if you flush the toilet a, a few times every day, every time you flush the toilet, drink a glass of water. Something like that. You need a trigger to remind you. The other one is to get your body moving for at least 15 to 30 minutes per day, like we were talking about before. 
And this doesn't have to be intense. You can split it up into intervals. You can do walks, desk exercises, push-ups and sit-ups before bed, anything that works for you that you can fit in. And the last one is about controlling your portions. And basically, the best way to start doing this is to eat more slowly. So the number one way to start learning to eat more slowly is to put your utensil down between every bite. It sounds silly, but it is so um, so impactful if you just put your utensil down when you take a bite and not pick it up again until you've completely swallowed that bite. It really slows down your eating. Excellent. Excellent. Three. I, I have to say uh, the utensil one was a, a new one. I haven't heard that one in a while, or I don't think I've heard of it, heard of it uh, said that way, but that's really, really good, I think. I'll have to try that one. Um, or <laughs> ask some people to try it with me and um, the water is always good and the staying active is, is always a good tip as well and, and doing it in intervals is, is really helpful I think as, as we all know so uh, very good tips now um, now do you have any last piece of advice you could share with our audience and I, I know you have um, a special gift for, for them as well Sure. So my last piece of advice is to remember that this is a journey and not a sprint. This is a process. You're not trying to quickly make a change that's going to you know, backfire on you. You want to make a change that's going to transform your life over time. So just enjoy the journey and don't try to do everything all at once. And I do have a special gift for everyone. Um, if you go to lisashankin.com forward slash Eric Sue, you can get my Kill the Diet Cheat Sheet. It's a PDF and a video which give you 10 tips for staying healthy and living that healthy lifestyle we've been talking about that are very easy and practical and realistic to start implementing right away. Excellent. We'll make sure that we get that link in the show notes. And... Uh, just so people know how to get a hold of you, uh, what, where are you again, and uh, maybe a phone number if you want people to call you. Sure. My website is Lisa Schenken, L-I-S-A-S-H-A-N-K-E-N.com. And my email is lisa at lisashankin.com. And you can always reach me by phone, um, text, or call at 917 3202. Excellent. Very good. We will make sure we get all of those contact information in the show notes. Uh, Lisa, this was a very unique um, podcast this time, but very good as well, knowledgeable and full of wisdom. So really appreciate you taking your time to go ahead and share this with us. I um, really appreciate it. And I know my audience does too. I'll let you go for now. Thank and, you. Um, maybe we can do this again in the future. Okay, thanks again. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us today on Healthy Living with Eric Sue. Head over to ericwsue.com for full recaps of every show and Eric's health and wellness blog. Your healthy living life is waiting for you, so stay active and be safe.